Right now, if you're entering the real estate market as either a buyer or a seller, it can really feel like you're rolling the dice and hoping against hope to hit a seven because it's it's one of these one of these times when it comes to real estate. And in a way, you are. There's no guarantee that the housing market is going to stay stable or continue to go up. If you're looking to sell a home, who knows what the right time uh, to buy or sell is. It really looks like house values are headed for maybe a plunge in the not too distant future. Maybe it's six months. Maybe it's a year. Who knows? Uh, the bottom line is you need to have someone who really is familiar with what's going on and can help you with the biggest financial transaction you're probably ever going to have. Uh, a few years ago, Glenn started a group called Real Estate Agents I Trust, and it was designed as a free service for you where you can connect with the nation's top real estate agents and make sure that you have the best one in your area, the best of the best. Make sure to go to realestateagentsitrust.com, realestateagentsitrust.com. Find the best agent for you, no matter where you are in the country, whether you're moving to a new area for a new job, whatever it is, realestateagentsitrust.com. Take advantage of this maybe once in a lifetime market because who knows how long it's going to last. realestateagentsitrust.com. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Radio show starts in just seconds. Welcome to the program. I am on fire today. I have a personal message to Mr. Barack Obama in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Hey, you know what today is? It's uh, Get Your Identity Stolen by Cyber Criminals Day. Yay! Actually, it's every day that we could celebrate that because cybercrime and identity, identity theft is happening at a record rate. Every day, we put our information at risk on the Internet. Every day, every day, your phone sits by the bed with a little camera most likely pointing to you. Every day you write a text or an email, you want everybody to know exactly what you said in that text or email because there will be no secrets. You know, what's happening to these giant corporations can happen to you. No one can prevent all of it because it's happening so rapidly and so it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Did you know they they attacked the, uh, uh, the Congress, cyber criminals? They held their communication uh, apps at uh at bay and and hostage did you know that if it can happen there it can happen to you if it can happen at the pentagon it can happen to you this week better than black friday sale at lifelock save up to 35 percent off your first year at lifelock.com with promo code back hurry the sale is seven days only go to lifelock.com use the promo code back and save 35 percent don't wait offer ends june 13th all right let's get right into barack Hussein Obama. Oh my gosh, is that racist that you would say that? No, that's his name. We're going to talk a little bit about what is racist and what is not racist. And I come to this with a new understanding. Thank you, Jesus. 
Yesterday, Barack Obama went on Anderson Cooper's show, which, of course, would be the place where he'd get a lot of pushback. Barack Obama said certain right-wing media venues are stoking fears and resentment of white people. (gasps) I wonder who he might be talking about. There are certain right-wing media venues, for example, that monetize and capitalize on stoking the fear and resentment of a white population that is witnessing a changing America and seeing demographic changes. Uh, I don't really ever think of that. I never think about that. I don't really care. What I care about are the values that this country had. He said these media venues do everything they can to give people a sense that their way of life is threatened and that people are trying to take advantage of them. (gasps) No. Yes, yes, yes. And they exploit it for their own political gain. Oh, my gosh. Well, Anderson Cooper and CNN wouldn't know a darn thing about that, would they? He had to be shocked. Oh, my gosh. Everybody at CNN must have been, what? People would take advantage? They would think about ratings? They would think about money? Oh, my. And they all wrang their hands in despair. Here he is yesterday on CNN. There are certain right-wing media venues, for example, that Mm. monetize and capitalize on stoking Mm. the fear and resentment of uh, a white population that is witnessing a changing America and seeing uh, demographic changes and and do everything they can to give people a sense that uh, their way of life is threatened and that people are trying to take advantage of them. And we're seeing it right now, right, where uh, you would think with all the public policy debates that are taking place right now that, you know, the Republican Party would uh, be engaged in a significant d- debate about uh, how are we going to deal with the economy and what are we going to do about climate change and what are we going to do about... Mm. Lo and behold, the the single most uh, important issue to them apparently right now is critical race theory. Who knew that 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 was the threat to our republic? Hmm. You did, because yes, sir, you are a Marxist. So you did know that. That is the way of life that is threatened. It's not about money. It's really not about money. You keep focusing on money. It's not about money. It's about a way of life. It's about a dream. It's about a, it's about a place where a man can chart his own course and others may disagree with it, but he can chart his own course without an overseer, without a master in Washington telling us exactly what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. The New York Times editorial board has a member, Mara Gay, She was on yesterday on MSNBC, and here's what she said. We have to figure out how to get every American a place at the table in this democracy, but how to separate Americanness, America, from whiteness. Until we can confront that and talk about that, this is really going to continue. I was on Long Island this weekend uh, visiting a really dear friend, and I was really disturbed. I saw, you know, dozens and dozens of pickup trucks with uh, you know, uh, explicatives against Joe Biden uh, on the back of them, yep. uh, Trump yep. flags, and some cases just dozens mm. of American flags. 
which you know uh, is also just disturbing because essentially the message was clear it was this is my country this what? is not your yeah. country oh i own this oh my god and so until oh we're ready gosh. to have whoa, that conversation whoa, whoa. This is going to continue. Okay, stop. Wait a minute. Dozens of American flags. She saw them and she was disturbed that people would do that because she associates, and I quote, she equates the American flag with whiteness. That's weird and very disturbing on Memorial Day weekend to see dozens of flags. Very disturbing. Very disturbing. Yeah, you see, uh, by the way, do you know Mara, uh, Mara Gay? Because I didn't. And until I saw the video, I had no idea what color she was. Do you, do you know if she's white or black? Do you know? Yeah, most likely not. Are you still outraged? If, if, it was, if it was a white person, if it was a black person, would you be shocked or outraged at what she said? See, it's the content of what she said. It is the content of a character, not the color of their skin but why quote a now racist a now well-known racist martin luther king mr president former mr president mr obama because you're just a regular citizen again so mr obama i have to apologize to the american people we loved baseball until CRT took it and destroyed it. We loved our mothers, but they're not mothers anymore. They're now just, quote, birthing people, end quote. We loved our cars. We loved Chevy until Chevy couldn't make any more cars until the Chinese parts and Chinese chips arrived. The only thing that you have left on the table is the apple pie. But because of your idea of modern monetary theory, what it is doing to the U.S. dollar, many can no longer afford that apple pie. So you've pretty much destroyed all of the things that we've always thought were good. That's not race. I think I, I believe Jackie Robinson is one of the greatest players uh, ever in baseball. So it's not a white game now, is it? Mr. Obama, you lied. You used the IRS to hunt down your enemies. You spied on the media and your health care package, which was supposed to save every American $3,000 per year, has helped some, perhaps, while raising the cost of everyone's health care in double and triple digit percentages. But the worst thing that you did is you planted, you watered, and you protected the Marxist seeds by crying race. You claimed it was racist to call someone a Marxist. I know because I called you a Marxist and I was called a racist for it. Wow, that's weird that calling someone a Marxist would be so racist when so many now are openly proudly calling themselves Marxist. And you know who they are? Your friends at BLM. Are the, do you disavow those Marxists that want to destroy the American family? You see, again, it's not about our money. It's not about our economy. It's about our way of life. Yes, you equate that to jobs and businesses. I equate that to a family. And a government staying out of my family when there is a group like BLM whose stated goal is to destroy capitalism. 
That's a problem. When their stated goal is to destroy capitalism and the nuclear family, that's just plain out evil. But you know where that comes from because you had Marxist friends that you hung out with. You know where that came from. That came from Marxist. That comes from critical race theory. You see, Mr. President, uh, I was ignorant 10 or 12 years ago. You see, I didn't go to any of your fancy colleges to be carefully taught. I was never in with the popular Marxist crowd. I didn't sit and discuss Marxist theory. I was out working. That's what I was doing. I was building something that you had absolutely no part of. Yeah, that's right. I and millions of others did build this. You were attending Marxist meetings and Marxist churches. Yeah, I, I didn't attend a Marxist church where critical race theory and collective salvation had replaced the Sermon on the Mount. And by the way, if you now reject Jeremiah Wright, where do you stand on our new senator from Georgia? I haven't heard you speak out because he doesn't deny any of it. Critical race theory is a Marxist theory. There's no science to back any of it up. It is meant to destroy the family, to divide races, and to destroy capitalism. It teaches our children that whites, and I'm quoting, are parasites and incurable racists from birth. But what's even more insidious, it teaches black children, Hispanics, and other minorities, you know, except for Asians, that they'll never make it because of, of racism, systemic racism. By the way, Asians don't make the Marxist cut because they believe in the American work ethic, not the white work ethic, but the American worth ethic, that we're a meritocracy. It's never been the white dream. It's always been the American dream. Man, I would love to debate you someday, sir. Boy, I would love that. But you can't even say my name. Because I can outdo you on the sins of this country. And I have the proof. I have the documents. I have the hard facts. Yes, I even, I even have the chains and whips used in slavery. I can outdo you on how bad America has been any day of the week. But unlike you... I can also tell all of the great things about America in detail, not platitudes. You see, I still love what the flag stands for. I don't love the flag. Go ahead, burn it. I don't care. I love what it stands for. I think you're an idiot to do it, but I'll fight to the death for your right to do it. I love and hold sacred the meaning behind every U.S. soldier's death. I hold sacred those who died in the Civil War, like my family, fighting for freedom of people of another race. We're the only country in the world where white people killed other white people to free black people. But you can't recognize that. You see, I don't see color. And that's not racism. That's Martin Luther King. You know him, the man that you had his bust in your office for eight years. But now, for some reason, you and your minions are telling us through CRT that what he believed was wrong. Wow. Wow, that's weird. It's almost like you didn't believe any of this stuff. Uh, by the way, you, not me, said that at some point, 
you've made enough money. I would just like a number on that, sir. Because I don't have a house in the vineyard. And yet you're accusing me of being the rich fat cat. Um, I don't have a, a vacation house in the vineyard. And you know what's really crazy? According to C, uh, CRT, you shouldn't have been able to accomplish that. And what an accomplishment. I mean, for a black man, according to CRT, you were in debt. You never had anything. You were held back by all your student loans where you were overeducated in nonsense. But by your own description, own description, you now, you now are a guy who were just waylaid in debt until you were elected. And once leaving office, just a short five years later after you leave, you have enough to buy that home as a vacation home. That's weird. Do you have enough money yet? Should we take the rest of it away? And by the way, this is also really odd. You believe that the coastlines, as we now know them, are going to be gone by perhaps 2030. Wow. Doesn't that purchase of that vacation house on an island put your family in danger in just a few short years? Now, I'm not going to address it as an investment because, boy, that investment is gone once those coastlines are gone in just nine years. What a waste of money that is. But Marxists don't really understand investments. And yes, several times I have called you a Marxist and it isn't racist. It's true. By any account in the world run by uh, run by normal people that are not Marxists. CRT is racist. But don't ask me because, of course, I was born racist and I, I'm an incurable. But let's say we ask the Chinese over in Hong Kong, who have now been silenced by the Marxist communist Chinese government. Perhaps they can't be counted on by you because, you know, they're Asians. Marxism is evil, and I and others will continue to stand against this evil. And not because it's you saying it and you're black. I don't care who said it. Marx was white. He was Jewish, a Jewish anti-Semite. He's as white as white can be. I say it because he was wrong. He was evil. We stand against evil, not for the almighty dollar, not for our jobs, because it is right. Sir, you do have a problem with white culture. You are a racist. And how do I know that? Well, I didn't understand it back 12 years ago. I just sensed it from you. But now I know it because CRT is racist. Period. Thanks for dropping by, President Obama. Okay, let's talk about Omaha Steaks, shall we? Oh my gosh, Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks, if you go there now and type Beck in the search bar, you ordered Dad's Get Out and Grill assortment, the package will include 59% off, and it includes 20 entrees he's guaranteed to love. Things like ultra-juicy burgers, plump chicken breasts, side desserts, four 10-ounce butcher cuts New York strip steaks. We're talking steaks that have been aged 30 days for maximum flavor and tenderness. Plus, get four free New York strip burgers with 
with your order. Do it right now. Again, it's a 59% savings. In some places, I mean, I'm up, I'm up here in cow country, and it's so expensive. One of the grocery stores isn't even carrying beef ribs anymore because they're so expensive. Save yourself some money, get the best in the business, and uh, put it in your freezer. And not just for a special occasion, just for dinner. OmahaSteaks.com. OmahaSteaks.com. Go there now. Use the keyword Beck in the search bar. Get the grill out, uh, the get out and grill assortment, plus four free New York Strip burgers and 59% off at OmahaSteaks.com. Keyword Beck. 10 second station ID. Hello, Stu. Glad. Oh, I have so much more to. I have so much more to say. Um, uh, in fact, talking to Tucker Carlson last night, and uh, uh, they're sending up a satellite truck way up here in the mountains, just so I can say more, <laughs> because I have a lot to say to President Obama. A lot. He has an interesting view of uh, of the history of the past few years. It's. Uh... <laughs> It's, it's he does, a, a riveting, a riveting revision of what actually occurred. Yeah. Yep. He says that, uh, I mean, in most of the stories I read yesterday, um, I thought he mentioned me by name because of the way the stories were written, because it talked about Glenn Beck, who called him a racist. Obama now says that uh, it was it was that was the turning point where he couldn't accomplish anything. He was loved. He was loved by the whole country. All white people loved him until I said that. And then, whoa, whoa, then things turned around and people realized oh, he's black. I must hate him now. No, sir. No, sir. I'll take it as a badge of honor that pointing out who you really are uh, helped destroy your ability to get things done. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Yes, I accept this award. You really hate me. You really do hate me. Thank you. Uh, however, uh, that's not that's not even close to true. Uh, what what is true is people saw that you said you don't you don't build this. That I think you have too much money at a certain point. Uh, that I'm just trying to help everybody by redistributing what you have. And now the insanity, the insanity that we could sense from you, but we couldn't label it. We couldn't point our finger to it because you didn't have the balls to introduce it. CRT, critical race theory, which is completely racist. This is uh, more in a minute. Mm, if you like those Marxist tales, I've got more for you in a minute. Um, Mindy writes in from Florida about her dog's experience with rough green. She said, it's about a month since I got rough greens for my dog, Polo. He's six years old. He's a Manchester Terrier mix. I've been waiting to write a review because I can't believe the difference. I adopted Polo five years ago, and he's always had a sensitive stomach. Oh, Uno does too. For the past year, he wouldn't eat his breakfast until he ate grass first. And the rest wasn't pretty. Boy, do I know this story. Uh, I heard you talk about rough greens and decided I'd give it a try. I gave Polo his first dose with his evening meal the next morning, and ever since, no more grass. Everything is back to normal. Thank you for a great product. 
Rough Greens isn't a dog food. It's a supplement that you sprinkle on the food, and it has everything in it to make them healthy and to help them eat. Uh, you can get a free bag of Rough Greens right now for your dog to just to try out for a week. All you pay is for the uh, shipping, and if your dog likes it, then go and order a month of Rough Greens. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck, or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens, R-U-F-F, greens.com slash Beck. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. I want to I want to take you down a road. I want to remind you of a little bit of history. It is important to be bold. It is really important to be bold, but it is important that you are bold with facts and knowledge. So let me take you back to 1928. Now, this is five years before Hitler took Germany down the road of collective Marxist socialist madness. While the New York Times and politicians embraced fascism and communism as the new scientific way, in fact, wouldn't report on stories from Russia because it just was part of the process it had to happen. Stalin began plotting what he called collectivism. That's bureaucratic bullcrap for I'm going to steal all the private property in the name of communism. It was part of his, quote, revolution from above strategy, where centralized Soviet government would control industry, especially agriculture. After all, the Communist Manifesto itself refers to free trade as the single unconscionable freedom. It's scientific. It was new, and it was a replacement for capitalism. After all, thought the Marxist, capitalism has failed. And what's more, it's at the root of all suffering and inequality. It's horrible. Well, within four years, collectivization resulted in the horrific deaths of tens of millions of Soviet farmers. They're usually the first to go. So Stalin decided to take a different approach. Well, I mean, maybe the right people weren't involved. I, maybe I didn't go far enough. After all, I'd only tried it on farmers and peasants. You know what? What about a bunch of city dwellers? I bet I could drop a bunch of city dwellers into a barren land, give them some tools, give them some supplies, you know, and wind up with a self-sufficient community within two years. Let's try that. This is exactly what Karl Marx a white guy. Exactly what Karl Marx imagined in Rule 9 of the Communist Manifesto. That to raise the proletariat to the position of the ruling class requires a combination of agriculture with manufacturing industries. And the gradual abolition of all distinction between town and country by a more equitable distribution of the populace over the country. So according to Stalin's dictate... This would involve cleansing the urban centers of undesirables, mostly in Moscow and Leningrad. Sure, many were criminals, sure. But many more people were guilty, uh, guilty of seemingly a harmless crime. <gasps> Not having a passport. Did they get their vaccine? Not having a passport. An internal passport, you see. But the passports were hard to get. So as soon as the secret police were issued a prisoner quota, people in Moscow and Leningrad just started vanishing. We've got to get.
gather up some of the local folk and put them in the middle of nowhere and see if they can build utopia. Oh, where's dad? I don't know. Where's the 12-year-old girl that was snatched from a subway platform while her mother was buying bread? How about the 103-year-old man on his front porch just enjoying a breath of fresh air? Come here, old man! The young man who stepped out to smoke a cigarette while his wife was getting ready for their movie date. When she finally got to the porch, he was gone. The father of two that never came home. The pregnant woman. She had the passport in her hands, yet she was still snatched by the police for not having a passport. Well, they were all loaded into a train, as Marxists usually like to do to people. Loaded onto a train, en route to various labor Siberian camps. A lot of people. But each was given a fist-sized clump of bread. Yeah. Um, most people lost that fist-sized clump of bread on the train to all of the criminals that were there. The criminals were stockpiling it. Soon, the labor camps were overcrowded. Prisoners were dispersed randomly to various patches of barren land. Go see what you can make here in the snow. That included the 5,000 prisoners who were loaded into four lumber barges and shipped up river to a place that was about to become known forever as Cannibal Island. It was a 500-mile trip through icy waters and torrential snow. When they got there and they were dumped off, there were no structures. There was no housing. There was no electricity. There was snow for as far as you could see. It was an icy wasteland that no human had ever lived in. Well, they were dumped off the ship, and as the ship was pulling away, they were like, have fun, everybody! You know, make sure you build a shelter really quick. Uh, wait, we don't have a saw, we don't have any tools. Bye-bye, can't hear you now. They didn't have any tools. They barely had energy. A third of them were too weak to even stand. So they slept in the snow that first night. That first night, 295 of them died. Being city dwellers, none of them had any idea how to farm, but it didn't matter because the ground was frozen solid. As for supplies, well, Stalin wasn't a monster. He gave them 20 tons of flour. Nothing to mix it with or nothing to cook it in. The criminals took charge of the flour, of course. They all ate flour until their teeth fell out, and dysentery overtook them. Well, the camp was overseen by two commanders and 50 guards. You know, we have to watch these guys. That old man, that 103-year-old man, is he still alive? And that little girl that was snatched from the subway? Boy, we got to guard her. The guards, by the way, weren't better off, really. They didn't have shoes. They didn't have uniforms. Some of the prisoners fashioned boats from branches and tried to escape, but none of them could navigate the icy waters. They were hurled back to shore, dead or flailing. And the guards decided they were going to hunt them like game. Within a week, within a week, the prisoners began resorting to cannibalism. They would first eat the dead and then because most of them were criminals anyway, the roving gangs dragged the any dying prisoners to fires and roasted them like chickens. Prepare yourself. One woman barely survived after her calves were cut, were cut off and eaten. 
Within three months, the majority of the prisoners had died or just vanished. This is only one, just this one of the little Marxist experiments in new science. Who knows how many lives were taken like this? The one thing we do know for sure is that just like the fascists in Germany, who were also socialist Marxists. Yeah, national socialist. That's what the Nazi party stood for. Yeah. Just like with the national socialists under Hitler or the Marxist communist socialists in the Soviet Union. It has one theme that is rooted in the idea of Karl Marx. Life means nothing. Life means nothing. Or as Marx says it, the duty of each citizen is to sacrifice themselves for the good of the movement. So those people who were just disappeared, those people who just were shipped off on a log barge, well, they were just, they were experiments. And it was good to find out that that wouldn't work. Freedom always hovers between what could happen and what needs to happen. We like to think that our freedom is irremovable from us, but it's not. You're on the edge of losing everything that really matters. I don't mean your house. I don't mean your money. I mean your freedom, your right to think differently, your right to believe that all white people, all black people, all Asian people, all any people, are not born bad. You're about to lose the right to believe in meritocracy. It's always possible and becoming much more probable every day that unless we stand with facts and with an unshakable voice, and an unbendable spine, we will be stripped of our freedom. It will happen. It always does when Marxists are in control. And make no mistake, Joe Biden is not in control. The Obama administration is in control. Joe Biden is, is going to be remembered as the guy who was too feeble to do anything about it. But I'm sorry, I don't believe that Joe Biden would actually put into his budget instead of mothers birthing people. That just doesn't seem like Joe Biden to me. But it seems like all the people that were around Obama and are all around in the White House today. Freedom is always lost when Marxists take control. You notice nobody is calling themselves a democratic socialist anymore. How come nobody's talking about the great things in Sweden? No, 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 they're not democratic socialists. They're all Marxists now. And they will destroy, as Marxists always do. Marxism denies freedom. It denies independence. It denies the individual. Despite what the Marxists say, it even denies solidarity. Now, if anybody asks you for proof... Ask them how much they know about Cannibal Island.
All right. One of the things that we have to save, and I really, I learned this uh, up at my uh, mother-in-law's house when my brother-in-law died. We were going through her pictures, and they were all starting to fade so badly. And I said to Tanya, I said, we we have to digitize these. We have to, um, because they're all going to be lost soon. Here's what Legacy Box does. Exactly that. And they've helped almost a million families digitally preserve their past. They bring new life to old media by unlocking those trapped family members, putting them in a modern digital format that's easy to use. It's a simple mail-in service. All you have to do is put your videotapes, your camcorder tapes, film reels, uh, your pictures preserved on a thumb drive, a DVD, or in the cloud. They transfer all of that crap. I have formats that I don't even recognize. I I don't even remember that machine. They do. They put it on a thumb drive or a DVD or in the cloud. Now, what are you getting, Dad, for Father's Day? For me, I have been asking for a long time for uh, my kids just to go through all of the pictures and uh, sort through them, because we have thousands of them. Sort through them, as I want to be surrounded by great memories of my family. Get started preserving your family's legacy today. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Get an incredible 50% off your first order. Buy today and take advantage of this exclusive offer and send it in when you're ready. Legacy Box is great for you or someone you love. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Beck and save 50% while supplies last. Tonight on Glenn TV, Biden and the far left are quietly dismantling our republic. Little by little, industry by industry. Policing, military, education, immigration, the economy, our voting system. Glenn exposes the agenda that will destroy everything we love about America. Watch Biden's hostile takeover, the Great Reset of America. Tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern, only at blazetv.com slash Glenn. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck program. Oh, I am really glad that you're here today. Whew. It's been a pretty active 45 minutes here of the uh, pro- program already, and we haven't even gotten started yet. Uh, take on Dr. Fauci coming up in just a second. And Stu, I know that you covered uh, Fauci yesterday uh, in your, uh, on your show, uh, you, on your TV show, you, you, you uh, kind of laid out some of the facts there. Yeah, we really, we noticed. went through uh, almost from beginning to end the media reaction to the uh, suppression of information on the uh, COVID lab leak uh, into really the investigation that was going on behind the scenes in the Trump administration and beyond. Uh, and then, of course, now kind of the media turnaround, which has been remarkable uh, to watch. But I mean, you know, I mean, Think about this. The CDC director, CDC director, was saying he was getting death threats for mentioning the COVID lab leak, not from crazy people online, but from huh. other scientists. Huh. Now, why would those scientists feel so strongly about that particular topic of the Wuhan lab, do you think? <laughs> Do you think so? I don't know. There's uh, seemingly a lot of money that was flowing uh, all around uh, this type of oh. research. And, you know, I mean, oh, okay. it really is the, the details behind it are 
are pretty amazing. And it's nice to see that, I guess, now a lot of uh, people are starting to take this seriously. But the, the cover up and the suppression of this information to the point where there are multiple people on record saying that they were told they should not bring this up because it would open up a big can of worms. Uh, obviously, the death mm-hmm. threats, we, they were told uh, in official briefings and official memos that they shouldn't talk about this in any way because it might give it credibility and that would create problems for us with with China. And on and on and on and on and on. And it's the sort of stuff that normally would be the biggest story. I mean, the CDC director was well, being threatened by other scientists. Yeah, Do you I think know. this would be the well, biggest story in the country? It's almost as if one of the biggest attacks on uh, our democracy uh, happened during COVID uh, by scientists. Isn't that weird? Uh, because they're, they're threatening public officials uh, from trying to find out the truth. Uh, they're they're threatening those in the government, making sure that silence remains. It's almost as if that was a a threat to our democracy, isn't it? Still saying I I don't. The only threat Maybe. to democracy it only happens once a year on January sixth. That's the only time democracy. Okay, ever all right, good, good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's amazing. Can you imagine if Trump supporters would have been doing that? Uh, they would have just called them hillbillies, reckless, and we got to round them up. Uh, right. These were your educated class of the scientists that were threatening the lives of public officials. Hmm. Are we going to see any investigation on that or who those people are? This is the Glenn Beck Program. Whether it's for work or play this summer, take your Raycons with you. I'm at the ranch right now, and I'm going to be plugged in as I get onto my tractor, more of a bulldozer now, and move some earth and then hit the hills. I'll be wearing a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in my ears so I can listen to podcasts or I can listen to great music while I make hay, if you will. You'll get crisp, powerful beats at half the price of other premium audio brands. Raycons, they look great, they feel even better, and they come in a range of cool colors with customizable gel tips included for comfortable in-ear fit. They're the most comfortable earbuds I've ever owned. Listen up, Raycon is offering 15% off all their products. Just go to buyraycon.com slash back. There you'll find 15% off your entire Raycon order. It's a great deal. You'll want to grab a pair and to spare it's 15 percent off now at buyraycon.com slash back protecting my family safely is the number one priority and not everybody in my family is either qualified or feels comfortable carrying a gun taser believes that the safer self-defense is better self-defense taser's line of non-lethal self-protection devices are small and lightweight enough to carry with you or in your glove compartment or your purse and it's powerful enough to incapacitate an attacker. They're safe. They're easy to use. They use an electrical charge to immobilize attackers for up to 30 seconds, which is allowing you time to escape. And it also sends emergency dispatch to the GPS location. More than 237,000 lives have been saved with the Taser network of devices. Start protecting yourself with a Taser today. Taser devices are available without a permit in most U.S. states. Get the Taser Plus, uh, Pulse Plus or Taser Strike Light at Taser.com with the promo code BACK. You'll save 15% now at Taser.com if you use the promo code BACK spelled T-A-S-E-R. Taser.com. 
Promo code Beck. Restrictions uh, may apply. See the site for full details. All right. Hour two of the magnificent show we've been promising for months. say every day we got a great show coming up for you today is that day that we have that show uh so make sure you don't miss a second of it already you have missed a biblical biblical epic proportion rant on president barack obama and marxism that if you did miss it you need to go back and listen to the podcast today because it is glorious you will enjoy that a great deal and a lot of truth spoken this hour we continue to talk to you about what exactly is happening to your country and how the criminals seem to be in charge the glenn beck program all right let me tell you about american uh, financing if you're smart with your money and since you're listening to this program chances are you're pretty smart you're probably doing everything you can to save money and cut your expenses month month to month i'm sure you realize that um the best way to have a a comfortable retirement is to make sure that you're out of debt as much uh it is vital to be prepared for if and when times get uh, tough and it's not really a matter of if it's a matter of when times are going to get really tough I've been I've been talking to so many people uh lately about the economy and I'm telling you it is coming bad things are coming. So, have another set of eyes on things. Between American Financing's consultants and you, you're going to be able to find a way to get out of that uh crushing credit card or mortgage rate and help you refinance or consolidate your debts, which can save you hundreds of dollars a month, if not a thousand dollars a month. Over the past two decades, American Financing has helped so many people just like you to get their financial feet on solid ground. They're in it for you, not the bank. Call them today. American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, All right, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, the Fauci madness that is uh, gripping our country. Everything has been about uh, our golden calf, uh, Anthony Fauci. And I don't know about you, but I reached my limit on everything Fauci a while ago. He flip-flops on this. He flip-flops on that. I got it. I got it. I got it. You know, it's almost hearing about bias from the mainstream media. It's pretty much been uh, filed in the thanks, Captain Obvious file. So why are we still talking about Fauci again today? Well, because, as usual, everyone is chasing the wrong story. And if any of this true, if any of it is true, 
This is the biggest story in the country, and it's the biggest story that has happened in a long time. Well, at least in the last few months. And I want you to know that it is right to question with boldness. It is not necessarily right to make uh, um, charges of fact when you don't know. There's there's a lot of loose ends here that are you start to pull on them, and I think it's going to fray everybody's story. But ask questions. Now, I want to make sure that everybody knows that we don't have the facts yet to accuse anyone. But there are questions uh, that we should be able to ask and get answers to. And not only should we ask them, we should encourage people to ask them. But now you'll be deplatformed in cancel culture uh, merely for having the audacity of curiosity. But damn the torpedoes, here we go. Let's talk about the real story surrounding Fauci. To do that, you need to go back to 2014. President Obama ordered a freeze on gain-of-function research after a series of lapses in a few biosafety labs. Now, that's where most people, I think, are lost. Gain-of-function research. I don't even know what that is. So, go to the NIH and find out how the National Institute of Health says what they say gain-of-function uh, gain is. GOF, gain-of-function. Research involving experimentation that aims or is expected to and or perhaps actually does increase the transmis uh, transmissibility or the uh, virulence of pathogens. Such research, when conducted by responsible scientists, usually aims to improve understanding of diseases call it, uh, causing agents, their interaction with the human host, and or their potential to cause pandemics. Let me, let me because I'm a doctor, man, let me, uh, let me break that down from Dr. BS to uh, human speech. Gain of function is when a scientist takes a virus, a virus, they alter it so that it can be passed on to humans. Then they try, the responsible ones, try to find a way to create a vaccine. So all they're really doing is trying to speed up evolution. They're trying to see, they see something in an animal, and they're like, ooh, wow, that would be really bad if it jumped to humans. The responsible ones then take that, see how many steps it takes to make it pass to humans, if it will pass to humans, and then they try to find a cure so they're ahead of the next pandemic. Sounds pretty responsible, unless you're doing it in the basement of somebody's house. Some of the lapses that they talked about in 2014 had to do with gain-of-function research on coronavirus. Now, that was 2014. All research was supposed to be halted. President Obama halted all of the research because some of the Chinese labs were really, really bad. Now, that didn't make Dr. Fauci too happy. In 2012, he wrote a paper arguing for the controversial research. He's a fan. And there are lots of reasons how responsible scientists and responsible doctors could do a lot of good with these measures. But they have to be watched closely. And they have to be done correctly. And they have to be kept in a bio level three at least or four. The pause on gain of function research lasted until 2017. So from late 2014 until 2017, there should have been zero work done 
on gain of function with U.S. tax dollars. Zero. But just before the pause, a research grant from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services granted $3.7 million to Echo Health Alliance. That began in, in June 2014 until June 30th, 2025. But wait, 2014, late 2014 until 2017, you you weren't supposed to do any gain-of-function research with tax dollars. The description of the research in 2014, quote, understanding the risk of bat coronavirus emergence. Now, that sounds interesting. Wow. I wonder where some of that money ended up. Remember a few weeks ago when Rand Paul asked Dr. Fauci under oath point blank about the national institute of health's his department funding gain of function research in wuhan this is what he said senator paul with all due respect you are entire entirely and completely incorrect that the nih has not ever and does not now fund gain of function research in the wuhan institute do they fund dr barrick we do not fund. Do you fund gain, Dr. Barrett's gain of function research? D- Dr. Barrett does not doing gain of function research. Hmm. Okay. Well, he sounds pretty sure, and he's an expert. So, what else is on TV? Well, if it were true, I would sound just like Dr. Fauci. I'd be like, absolutely not. We don't do it. But isn't this a little like, who cares how many people died? Who cares what started this? Remember that from Hillary Clinton? Sounds kind of like that. Now, is his response true? This is a study from 2015, several months after the pause. Its description is, quote, a SARS-like cluster of circulating bat coronaviruses shows potential for human emergence. Two of the authors, Dr. Barrett, who you just heard Senator Paul mention, and Dr. Xi. Dr. Xi is known as the Bat Lady, and she works at the Wuhan Institute. So the virus they started with was a SARS-like coronavirus that was present in bats in China. It wasn't infecting humans at the time. They proceeded to manipulate it so that it was then transmissible to humans, known as gain-of-function research. Who did that? Dr. Barrett and Dr. Xi. Where did they do it? At the Wuhan Institute. Now, that paper came out in 2015. Okay, so it's, it's old news, 2015. Let's skip down to the acknowledgments for the research because they list the support and where it came from. Uh, oh, here it is. Grants from the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease. Isn't that what Fauci runs? And the National Institute of Aging in the U.S. National Institutes of Health, NIH. Also, the National Natural Science Foundation of China and U.S. aid funding from EcoHealth Alliance. Hmm. Also, the National Institute of Diabetes and Digestive and Kidney Disease of the NIH. NIH, NIH, NIH. Oh, that, that's uh, Fauci's place, isn't it? 
They also felt there was a need uh, for a little disclaimer. Experiments with the full-length and chimeric SHC-014 recombinant viruses were initiated and performed before the GOF research. What is GOF? What was that again? GOF, as we learned at the very beginning, is gain-of-function research. So, uh, it was initiated and performed before the GOF research funding pause and have since been reviewed and approved for continued study by the NIH. Hmm. So, it appears in this study that had nothing to do with anything there's no political reason to lie at all in 2015 that gain of re- gain of function research was going on at Wuhan. And yes, Dr. Fauci, US funding was involved because your your division actually funded it. They admit that there was a pause on this kind of research in the United States, but it had been allowed to go on regardless. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That directly, that puts uh, Dr. Fauci in contempt of Congress. He just lied under oath. And a pretty big lie. This directly contradicts the very forceful response that Dr. Fauci gave to Senator Paul, doesn't it? And if this research was so risky in biolabs in the U.S., why was it allowed to continue in China in a bio level two, which basically is your average dental office. Did President Obama know that this had been greenlit during his ordered moratorium on gain of function research? That would be bad. I don't believe he did. Maybe he did. Did Fauci at the NIH do this behind his back? Now, I'm not accusing anyone, but both questions need to be answered. This is the real story here. This could possibly be the modern version of the Iran-Contra affair. If you don't remember that, that's when the Pentagon wanted to secretly fund Iran, even though they were under an arms embargo. They couldn't do it. Congress said no. There was a ban on that. Well, they found a way to go around Congress and do it under the table. Gee, isn't that exactly what we have the NIH doing? NIH approving gain-of-function research in the middle of a different embargo through a Chinese doctor in Wuhan? Last week, it was reported that a Chinese military scientist filed a patent for a coronavirus vaccine before the virus was considered a global pandemic. Okay, well... I don't know much about this story other than the patent was filed and now this guy is missing somehow. He seems to have either died or gone on a very long and dangerous camping trip. But is it surprising that someone would have patented some sort of uh, some sort of cure for something that we now know Wuhan had been studying since 2014 and with U.S. NIH tax dollars? The answer uh, is not common sense at this point. Is it or is it? It seems pretty common sense. 
Fauci and the media told us to trust the Chinese Communist Party. The Chinese Communist Party. Our media and our government, Fauci in particular, said trust the country that has 320 concentration camps for Uyghurs. Trust the country that we, Apple, Google, everybody else, is using slave labor from. Places where torture, sterilization, killings are commonplace every day. Do you know where the shortest lifespan is for any head of a company? It's in China. They all mysteriously disappear once in a while. This is a country that sides with Iran and North Korea. Killed protesters and hid it from the world at Tiananmen, uh, Tiananmen Square. This is the same country that disappeared and killed the leaders of the pro-freedom movement in Hong Kong while our press was too busy covering up for China and covering up for Fauci. They're asking us to trust those guys. Okay, I'd say that we shouldn't do that. You know, maybe we shouldn't trust China. Trust but verify. Even rejecting basic common sense the virus originated a mere stone's throw away in a lab where it had been studied for seven years. The excuse of it being a conspiracy theory is so ridiculous, it's hard to wrap your brain around. Now, what I laid out should have been on the front page of the New York Times, as well as every other major print and cable news network in the country. That is the crime. That is the story. You can't trust the NIH. You can't trust the CDC. You can't trust anyone under oath unless this is cleared up. The media should be covering this 24-7 because these are easy questions they can ask. Should be even, easy, even easier for Fauci to answer. We'll be waiting. All right, comrades. A glorious, glorious day. Our beloved Chinese communist overlords will make sure that whenever your car breaks down, it is the duty of the state to fix it. And you're not going to have to pay for anything. I mean, if you get a car, we have to. Yeah, cars just don't go to anybody. And you're going to wait six months for it to be fixed. And the car you get back may not look anything like the car you had before. But you don't have to pay a dime, comrade, for anything. Yes! Redistribution of wealth in cars is going to be so great. Now, until that sweet, sweet day, you'll still have to pay for your own car repairs. Unless, you know, you have Car Shield. Then you're fine. Heck, you don't even need the communist to pay for your car if you had Car Shield. Isn't that weird? Covered repairs. Car Shield has got your back. When something goes wrong, they're going to provide a rental car, get your car into the mechanic of choice, and deal with them directly so you don't have to. If your car is out of warranty, it's time to get Car Shield. Car repairs always cost more than you think, but when you call Car Shield, you won't be on the hook to pay thousands of dollars. Get Car Shield today. See why Car Shield cars go further. Visit carshield.com slash back to save 10%. That's carshield.com slash back. Deductible may apply. 10 seconds. Station ID. Tonight. 
tonight, the Wednesday night special. My television program is all about the ongoing great reset of American life by the Biden administration and the elected Democrats across the U.S. They are redefining health care, for example. Just a few weeks ago, the Biden administration announced the Department of Health and Human Services as a new non-biological definition of sex. That means it will crack down on any resistance to pro-transgender health care policies at the state level. It also means the HHS will now pressure state governments to cover gender transition surgeries in their Medicare programs. By the way, also in the medical community, they're introducing CRT in that grade. They're redefining unemployment and income. For several years now, the World Economic Forum has pushed the urgency of universal basic income. California's governor, Gavin Newsom, his budget proposal last month includes $35 million for universal basic income pilot programs, which have been done and failed spectacularly in country after country. The pandemic kicked down the door for UBI and no turning off the tap now. This money flow has already started. What is that doing to transform us? The pandemic also gave Democrats the golden opportunity to redefine education. There are four different civics bills circulating Congress from Democrats trying to federally fund the civics classes that include critical race theory. They're changing everything, and I'm going to show you how it all comes together. Join me tonight at 9 for Biden's hostile takeover, the Great Reset of America. That's tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern, only on blazetv.com, youtube.com slash blazetv. Make sure you join me tonight at 9. By the way, if you want to be more than informed, stick around. I'll tell you about that in just a couple of minutes. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Sometimes late at night when I can't sleep, I lay there on my pillow, staring up the ceiling and watching the ceiling. <laughs> I'm kidding. I sleep all the way through now. I sleep on a my pillow. I'm asleep literally two seconds after my head hits the pillow on most nights. My wife does my, my wife and it used to be the opposite. She used to be this way. I'd be talking to her and I'd be like, hey, now it's me because I have my pillow. Ever since Mike Lindell introduced me to his amazing pillow, I have spent my nights sleeping like a log and my mornings waking up rested and happy. If you don't own a MyPillow or you know somebody who doesn't, now is the time to buy one. For a limited time, the premium MyPillows, the ones that started it all, are at their lowest price ever. Get a standard or a queen premium MyPillow for $29.98. That's a $40 savings. And kings are only $5 more. And it comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Guarantee. It's MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials and use the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117 for the great radio listener specials. You've got to use promo code BECK. Save 40% now. All right, Jason Whitlock is joining the Blaze TV. Go to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, Tonight at 9 o'clock on Blaze TV, we're going to piece together how much is being changed. And it's not going through executive order. It's not going through Congress. It's all going through the administration. Uh, We're in uh, the utopia that uh, Woodrow Wilson dreamt about. And it is involving everyone. I don't know if you saw the latest from Levi's, but Levi's, of course, been very against guns. and, uh, And now they're... 
They're worried about our voting rights and how the GOP is is getting involved. It's yet another corporation, I guess, working to hone their ESG score. If you would like to help on this, I have talked to so many members of Congress who are like, the, yeah, the 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 Great Reset. Is that a conspiracy? What is that? No, it is not. So here's what I want you to do. If you want to be a part of the solution, I want you to go to glenbeck.com right now and look for the letter to Congress, how you can fight back against the re- Great Reset. Uh, it is a letter that uh, I wrote f- for you. You can use it or write your own. But please, please inform your members of Congress and the Senate about this and tell them that you care deeply about it. The letter is uh, available, plus all of the addresses and everything else you need for the House and the Senate at glenbeck.com. Letter to Congress, how you can fight back against the Great Reset. And don't miss tonight's episode at 9 p.m. All right. It's going to be tough, man. I'm, I'm on Tucker Carlson. I think it ate something right before the show. Uh, and, uh, and then right onto my, my broadcast. I'm on with Tucker tonight. Uh, they're sending a satellite truck up into the middle of absolutely nowhere. I think, I think it's like the satellite truck is like two hours away and they're bringing it up to the, uh, up to the middle of the mountains because, oh, I've got a few things to say about Barack Obama and CRT. So that's coming up tonight. If you missed my initial rant on it, Oh, get the podcast today, wherever you find your podcast. Now, I want to talk to you about what's going on in our schools. Uh, You pretty much know it, uh, I believe, with CRT, but it's a lot deeper than that. uh, And most of it, most of us know because we don't say anything. We don't say anything. Our kids come home and they tell us and we don't say anything because we're just trying to keep the peace. That has got to end. Let me introduce you to somebody. His name is Jeff Harper. He lives in Irvine, uh, California. He taught eighth grade U.S. history for 30 years. He coaches football, basketball, baseball in the community. He's a father of six. Uh, he and his wife have sent four kids to Northwood High School. Uh, but things are getting really bad there. And I want to read a letter that he sent to the principal, but I want him to, to uh, set it up. Welcome to the program, Jeff. Hey, good to be here, Glenn. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Um, I have not read this story. I've seen this story in three places, and that's it. Uh, And I think that's because you've tried to be nice about it and nothing is happening. So tell me tell me the setup and then I want to read pieces of your letter. Okay, well, you know, you know, like you had mentioned, my my kids have been going to this to high school here in Irvine for for a long time, and uh, they've come home with you know, story after story, and uh, uh, I, I did go to the administration one time, and uh, this wasn't very effective. I went to talk to the vice principal, and then uh, uh, I told my daughter, hey, I'm going to have to, you know, go talk to the principal, and she just begged me, you know, hey, Dad, I, I, I've got to go to these classes. i got to see these teachers every day. You don't. Uh, mm-hmm. And she's, you know, fretful of uh, retaliation. Um, so, sure. unfortunately, I haven't said, haven't said something, and then... Uh, Last last Saturday, my wife comes uh, running into the room and just said, "Good grief! Can you see? Can you can you believe what's in the yearbook?" And uh, oh, it was just crazy. Uh, you've got 
there was two pages laid out in the yearbook. Uh, I counted about 24 references, political references, and out of those 24, 23 of them were slanted one way. Um, you had a picture of, uh, of President Trump, dark, gloomy, grumpy, and then uh, opposite of that, President Biden there, just you know, light, smiling, like an angel. Uh, and then there was like, let me bullies. let me just okay, sure. let me quote the, some of the points here on that page. Donald Trump using public funds for private schools, discredits scientists, covid-19 research, promises a health care plan is being created to replace Obamacare, wants to create a wall to restrict immigration, claims he's claims he's not a racist. On the other side with Joe Biden, and there's more, by the way, uh, on the other side with Joe Biden, increased opportunities in education, has a plan for addressing COVID-19 pandemic, believes in uh, providing equal and affordable access to health care, supports pathways to citizenship, invests in racial e- 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 equity. I mean, it is crazy that that's in a, uh, a textbook or I mean, not a textbook, but a yearbook. Crazy. Yeah, even my Democrat friends. Uh, so, you know, completely inappropriate platform and completely inappropriate content. The summation was, as Americans processed the results, many celebrated the results as a victorious step away from the existing oppressive administration. That's the summation of the oh yearbook gosh. article. Oh, yeah. my gosh. So my wife and I, okay, what we so did was... Uh, go ahead. We... we uh, we went ahead and took a little snapshot of it and posted it in a couple uh, community forums. One of them was called Next Door, and the reaction was amazing instantaneously. And so what we started to do was to look at the favorable reactions and then uh, private message them uh, to try to you know get together the database of people that are willing to, to stand up against this. And then unfortunately, Next Door shut it down. And that's all, all we put in there was, hey, here's our yearbook page. We think this is inappropriate. Does anybody else agree with us? That's all we put in next door. Well, it seems reasonable. It yeah. We, 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 and we what did they say? Uh, they, uh, next door, they didn't. They just shut it down. We were just, people were just <laughs> okay. finally texting right. us and emailing us and saying, hey, your post is uh, no okay. longer, it, it's, it's, it's no longer there. So then... Um, okay. Then we, it was amazing what happened. Then people started to contact us with connections to like a local conservative uh, uh, newspaper blog, the Epic Times, uh, Tucker Carlson, even a congressman. Uh, all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff just started happening like crazy. And my reaction was, hey, I want the uh, local school to have a chance to, to respond. Uh, but I, 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 I sent them an email saying, hey, it's probably to your benefit uh, to get out in front of this and, and just put out an email saying, hey, you know, we're, we're sorry that this, this came out in the yearbook. It was, uh, you know, biased to one side, and we'll work real hard to, to make sure this doesn't, doesn't happen again. So but, uh, I want to read this because it's – I want to read this to the, uh, to the audience because it's one thing to say, and then we just responded, and we were really nice. And it's another thing to actually read the evidence of how nice you were. This is, this is the email that you sent. Thank you for all that you do. I know you're super busy and probably under a lot of stress. I'll be straightforward with you as possible. Kay and I, your wife, are very frustrated with how our kids have been treated at Northwood uh, in regards to politics. We've not said much over the years out of respect to our children's wishes. The year 
Book's biased political page was just another example of what a conservative faces at Northwood. We have no problem with kids' First Amendment rights to express their voice. However, do you really want to do that in a yearbook? Wouldn't that be better placed in a debate forum or a newspaper with an op-ed opportunity? Now that it's in the yearbook, what are conservative voices supposed to do? Wait until next year to respond? Those are voices that should, uh, uh, those are voices that should have been silenced. We put feelers out in the Northwood community to see what others thought of the yearbook political pages. The response has been overwhelming. Some said outrageous, so wrong, completely inappropriate. Not surprised at all, to name a few. Others said they were going to the district, the Board of Education, even the local, state, and federal politicians. We've been offered to connect with Tucker Carlson's show on Fox News and the Epic Times. I'm not including uh, these to threaten you or to brag, but to illustrate that the situation is rapidly getting out of control. Since there's nothing we can do about bias in the yearbook and conservative voices were not heard or represented, we can ask you to put out school-wide emails stating the yearbook's political pages were biased towards Democrats and that the conservative voice was not heard. The email would not have to take away the yearbook staff rights, but to protect the rights that were not exercised. This would go a long way to help concerned parents feel that you will protect their children. I sincerely believe that such an effort on your part would also help you get out in front of this potential PR nightmare. We want to work together with you for unity in these divisive times. Jeff and Kay Harper. There's not a more reasonable email than that. What was the response? Well, the response was she did she did ask me to uh, to meet with her, but uh, did not did not agree to uh, sending out the email and did not send out that email. And I, I know that there was multiple folks that had, had asked a similar put in a similar request. So we're going to actually meet with uh, with the administration today. I'm going to bring a. Uh, a couple of graduating seniors so that they can uh, uh, speak to her about their experience with all of this as well. So I know that you turned Tucker Carlson down and everybody else, and you're going to meet with her today. Why are you taking this interview? Uh, well, for, for one thing, one of the things that I told her is that, hey, uh, that there's stuff out there right now and there's nothing I can do about it. Uh, and, and when right. the, the article, you didn't call us, by the way, we called you. Right. The article in the Fox in the on the Fox News uh, print website. After that, the cat was out of the bag. I, you know, I gave them an opportunity to put that email out. And when it didn't happen, then somebody else went to uh, Fox News, got a hold of somebody else. And uh, and they and they uh, gave the information for that article and the fact that uh, that there was no no response. There was no email okay. response. See, if she would have given that email response then we wouldn't be talking right now. Right. So um, the the response that you receive from the community, I mean, I don't know anything about Irvine, California. Uh, is it a conservative area or or not? I mean, to for you to speak out in California and post these things seems pretty frightening in and of itself. Or, were yeah, you surprised been, by the response? I. I was I was surprised. This has been a graduation week. We've got three kids graduating at three different levels, so we've been to all sorts of different parties, a lot of team uh, uh, parties as well. And yeah, everywhere I go, people are coming up to me saying, "Hey, I saw that. I saw I saw I saw what happened, and uh, you know, on uh, in the community forums." And it yeah, it's just the buzz. And uh, it, yeah, it, it is amazing to see that we hit a nerve, uh, incredible reaction. 
and uh, it's 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 it, it's in you know it's encouraging. Uh, all sorts of ideas are coming to what we can do. Uh, it's time to stand up. I've heard all, all all sorts of all sorts of reactions. I said like from Democrats as, as well that this is inappropriate. The the graphic in the yearbook shows an eighty seven percent for Biden for the kids. So it's I think the community is is for the most part conservative, <laughs> but but the, right. the schools, you would think but the yeah. schools have been so successful in indoctrinating our kids. That's what this is an example of, and that's what's so scary. So yeah, so the parents. Um, we had, we, there was another one. There was a, a kid took this AP seminar test just this week, and the question, the writing prompt question was, uh, "How would a community benefit from banning marriage?" That was the writing prompt question. And so, oh when people gosh. are hearing these things, when people are hearing these things, they're just going, "I can't believe it." Although we should believe it, they can't believe it. Yeah. And so, what's ex- what's what's encouraging is, you know, I've kind of have taken a back seat. For six years, but just by doing a simple thing, by posting this into the community forum, what a big impact it has had. And and there's a lot of buzz, and uh, we've got all sorts of plans and things going on that are going to ha- that are, are going to be happening. And we just hope you know we can benefit from the from the momentum of of this here locally in our well, community. Jeff, I hope so. Um, it, it, please keep us informed. Uh, and if you need support, we're here to uh, support you and to get the message out. Uh, you haven't even touched on CRT yet, which I'm sure is in your school. Uh, but that is uh, there are groups and people all over the country that are now banning together. And I mean, Republicans and Democrats saying enough is enough. So congratulations, Jeff. And please let us know what happens today at your meeting. Will do. Just grateful to have the chance to show, you know, to show what's going on to our children in the schools and and on our dime. Thank Thank you very much, Jeff. Jeff Harper, another brave parent. All right. When it comes to mobile phone carriers, you have a ton of options right now. So what's the difference? Well, there's only one Christian conservative carrier in the country, one that it does not uh, bow down to the woke mob, one that says, yeah, I'm Christian. We're Christian. We're conservatives. We believe in the Constitution. We believe in the First Amendment, the Second Amendment. In fact, what the hell? We believe in all the amendments. Well, there's only one of those, and that country, that company is called Patriot Mobile. And right now, you can get free activation plus a special gift when you go to patriotmobile.com slash back. They have the broadest nationwide coverage. They use the same cell towers that everybody else does, you know, all the major carriers. So you get the same great coverage and, and service, actually broader coverage. Plus, they have plans to fit any budget. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team has the highest rating among wireless carriers. And they're standing by right now to help you build a customized plan today. So stand with the people who are standing with you. It's PatriotMobile.com slash back. If we all just if we all just did this one thing that would be good and save you money, it would send a message to the big corporations. Do you hear us now? Get free activation plus a special gift with the offer code Beck at PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Promo code Beck. Call 972-PATRIOT. You were listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, my gosh. The bipartisan Senate report on the Capitol riot. 
Oh, we're going to need a day to talk about this one. Uh, They now claim that three police officers died in that. This is the official Senate report. Bipartisan. Uh, Wait until you hear how they justify now three people died when there wasn't anyone who died as a direct result of that riot. Not one. No police officers. Only one person, one of the rioters, was shot. That's the death. Now they're saying seven people have died, three of them police officers. Wait until you hear the rest. Our sponsor for Blaze coverage is My Patriot Supply. Our economy is on the verge of collapse. Uh, I don't know what it will take, but it's not going to take very much. Most people's jobs don't pay enough to keep up just with inflation, food prices, gas prices. Everything is going up. Taxes are going to go up. Whether we want to admit it or not, we are facing real tough times ahead. I want to give you this opportunity right now to save 25% off of a full four-week supply of delicious, calorie-rich meals that the whole family will love. This is what you should be spending your money on, making sure that your family will have food so you are not reliant on the government. Have food. 25% off this supply right now could make this the difference between I want to and I can. Don't put it off. Go to preparewithglenn.com. Preparewithglenn.com now. I want you to hear the voice of Mara Gay. She is a New York Times board member. What she says about American flags that she saw last weekend. All right, here it is. We have to figure out how to get every American a place at the table in this democracy, but how to separate Americanness, America, from whiteness. Until we can confront that and talk about that, this is really going to continue. I was on Long Island this weekend uh, visiting a really dear friend, and I was really disturbed. I saw, you know, dozens and dozens of pickup trucks with, uh, you know, uh, explicatives against Joe Biden uh, on the back no, of them. No. Uh, Trump yep. flag. Never saw that with Trump. And in some cases, just dozens mm. of American flags, which you know uh, <gasps> is also just American. disturbing because essentially the message was clear: it was this is my country, this is not your Whoa. country. I own this. And so until we're ready to have that conversation, this is going to continue. This isn't my country. This is our country. Anyone who agrees with the Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights, it belongs to all those who believe those things. That's what the flag stands for. It's amazing to me that you would look at flags and say, oh, it's oppressive. Get critical race theory over here because we have to stop the flags. Did you feel that way after 9-11? Since when has the United States flag been easily talked about on television as an oppressive image and a symbol of white power and not a lot of pushback? Well, I'll tell you. 
since the Great Reset and Marxists took control of this country. And I'll fill you in on that in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, I, I've spent a lot of time studying and thinking about what leads to hyperinflation in an economy. I've talked to you about it yesterday. I did a whole monologue. If you missed it, listen to the podcast on what led to it in places like Weimar, Germany. It is exactly what we are doing right now. I mean, exactly with the same words, the same just translated into English. We're just saying, you know, no, no, no. The government, it, they've got to continue to spend. We got, we're just going to print this money and it won't be. It'll be transitory in inflation. Don't worry about it. Things stand on the edge of a knife right now. And the worst thing you can do is become complacent. Did you see that the only gold coin from 1933 printed by America sold a few years ago for $9 million? Sold, I think it's Sotheby's uh, just this week, maybe yesterday, for $19 million. One ounce of gold. And why is that so important? Because in 1933, they were supposed to destroy all those coins. Uh, I think five of them got out and were in private hands. Only one of them has been deemed allowed to be sold again to the public. The rest were destroyed by the government. It's kind of an important piece of history because it uh, shows what happens when a country goes insane. We went off the gold standard because we just needed to spend all this money for all these great ideas that took us nowhere. It is called the Great Depression here in America. It is only the depression in other countries. Why? Because it was great because it never seemed to stop until World War II, until we got in in 1941. Because everything the government was trying to do elongated the depression. This week... Due to the extremely limited inventory, Goldline is offering a free one-ounce platinum coin with qualifying orders of the extra-fine Gold Liberty coins that I buy. I buy the historic coins. You can ask them why I do that, but that's just a choice of mine. I buy the historic Liberty coins um, because, you know, the new stuff, just like they did in 1933, you know, who knows? Anyway, um, Gold Liberty coins... You can get a, uh, a free half ounce of platinum with your qualifying order. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. I highly recommend you do this now. Goldline, 866-GOLDLINE. All right, tonight at 9 p.m. Tonight I'm going to be on Tucker Carlson, I think, uh, in the second half hour. Oh, because I have some things to say to President Obama. Um, but uh, tonight, uh, right after that, I'm going to take you through the hostile takeover of American life by the Biden administration and Democratic leaders across the U.S. In the Memorial Day speech, President Biden said again, democracy itself is in peril. Now, he's right, but not for the reason he tries to feed the American people. Democracy itself is in peril because he believes that democracy may not be able to compete anymore, that a republic and that a free market without government uh, hands and fingers and money in it cannot compete. Well, that is a test we've been facing for over 200 years, and I'd like to face it now and prove 
America and the American idea of freedom without crony capitalism to be the most powerful engine ever set loose. Now, it's at peril because of the aggressive action of his administration that is in lockstep with far left special interest to com- to complete the fundamental transformation of America. Barack Obama needed more terms in office. Enter Joe Biden. This is just the Obama administration 2.0. But they learned from the first eight years in charge of that fundamental transformation. It's not easy. So they've been more aggressive this time around to reset everything from voting to policing to the economy. The policies are already failing. Hardworking Americans are bearing the cost. One of the things we're going to take a close look at tonight is the hostile takeover of policing by Democrats in America's largest cities. It's the poster child for the insane failure of the Democratic Socialist leadership over the last year. It's in Portland especially the way it allows Antifa to keep its streets perpetually on fire. Tonight, we're going to show you all of the different things that they're doing that will lead to the destruction of the greatest idea man has ever had and man has ever enforced, and that is that man can succeed without government intervention he can succeed as a community of like-minded people that believe in one system of simple ideas that we each of us each of us no matter our color our wealth or anything have access to certain rights that the government can never take away and that the government is there to protect those rights and give us blind justice not equity, blind justice. This is something that Marxists like President Obama will never will never go for. This is Marxist Marxism is wrong, and if you had to pick one sentence on why it's wrong, I think it would be quote The philosophers have only interpreted the world in various ways, but the point is to change the world, end quote. This is the reason why you can't watch the NBA without being called a racist. It's why your children's sex lives are none of your business. It's why humor is dying by the minute. It's why journalism has become totally useless. Because it's not to interpret the world, it's to change the world. Everything. And everything, Mark says, is political. Marx wanted to reverse all traditions, all values, all beliefs that weren't his. You want an example of this? Here's Michelle Obama. Just a few years, uh, a few years ago, this was right before she was taken off the campaign trail in 2007. And Barack knows that we are going to have to make sacrifices. We are going to have to change our conversation. Uh, we're going to have to change our traditions, our history. We're going to have to move into a different place. And we are. We're there. Marx wanted to get rid of traditions and values and uh, all the things that people held sacred, even if they'd been sacred since before recorded history. Even if it was the invaluable part of being human itself, the individual. He hated religion. He spited God. He said that labor, not God, created man. Really? How is that? Christ preached love. Marx incited violence and encouraged death. He got kicked out of Belgium for buying guns for terrorists. Society values marriage. 
So Marx degraded the family unit. You just heard from a dad in California whose children are being taught uh, to think about a world without marriage. How would that benefit society? It wouldn't. Marx replaced faith with doubt, compassion with prejudice, truth with feeling, art with propaganda, and work with laziness. That's what Marx believed. Can you say check, 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 check to all of the things that he said had to happen? It's all happening in America today. The left is involved with very well-trained Marxists. And they've internalized this attitude of life without God, without family, without marriage, without faith, without real art, with being separate from politics, without truth, without compassion. All they have is the urge to destroy. When nothing is sacred, nothing is sacred. Human life is expendable. Marx believed an individual that human life was less important than the well-being of the community. He believed people should sacrifice themselves for the sake of the community or for future generations. That's what he believed, and that's where we're headed. This is how the left justifies killing off their own. When you think about Karl Marx and Marxism, think of an image. An animal devouring its offspring. You know my stance on cancel culture. But you also know how I feel about justice, real justice. There is no love without justice. That's Proverbs. To do what is right and just is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. That again, Proverbs. Look it up, 21.3. We've talked about a lot of people on this program. There's a lot of big debate now about Anthony Fauci. Unlike the left, my understanding of Anthony Fauci is based on his actions, not what he says, not his persona. I, I thought he was a good man, and he may be. I wanted to believe that. We all wanted to believe that. We needed to because we were in dark days those first few days. We needed answers. We wanted explanations. We wanted to make sense of it all. And Fauci was the guy that was in our government who was the most qualified. But then we have the Machiavellian side of Fauci. We get glimpses of the hypocrisy, hints of his disgust of Donald Trump. We heard him out, then we watched as he repeatedly went against his word. The mainstream media hasn't been interested in truth for a while. They love anyone who would humiliate Donald Trump. They love anyone who is is really rooting for revolution. They look for anyone who would make Karl Marx proud. Anyone who sided with Trump was their enemy. Anyone who'd hated him was their comrade. All throughout 2020, all we got was people who were against Donald Trump. We got stories gushing about them. Time Magazine said he was the guardian of the year. That's Anthony Fauci. The media praise people, praise people uh, without doing their homework. He may end up being a good guy. Don't think so, but he may end up being a good guy. We need to go into this with a look at blind justice. Not a justice because you agree with 
the Marxists, not a justice because you're on the right side, but a justice that says this was right and this was wrong. Marx wrote, we only know one science, the science of history. That's exactly what you would expect to hear from somebody who doesn't understand history and who doesn't understand science. History is not going to look kindly on the science of Anthony Fauci or the quote-unquote science of CRT or the science of modern monetary theory. Because if I give Anthony Fauci the benefit of the doubt, he's not a Marxist, surely. And he may just be a man who just made a bunch of mistakes. But no one will be held blameless for modern monetary theory, for CRT, for the cancel culture. No one will be held blameless for that. This is the time where there, where there are sides, real sides. And it's not Republican and Democrat. It's not. That's, that's an illusion. That's another thing to separate us, which Karl Marx believes you have to do. God unites. Marx separates and divides. That's funny because that's exactly what Satan would do, but I digress. There are sides now, and if you want to play the middle ground, you are choosing a side. And I'm sorry to say, those who choose to remain silent now are on the side of darkness. You have to stand, be counted, and let your voice be heard clearly in all things. Do not violate the things that you know to be true, basic principles. Do not go along with it. Do not allow your children to write essays on things that you know and they know are untrue. Don't do it. Get an F. It's the only way to flex your courage to be strong enough when things really get tough. Realestateagentsitrust.com is in the business of selling homes, and it's hard work. Most of the time, just getting your house ready to sell is like trying to herd cats that all want to go in a different direction. And unless you're used to the so-called art of the deal, going into negotiating that end of it, especially now, is dicey. You need somebody that is full-time at this, fully committed. You need somebody who has the expertise. You need somebody who is a good listener of yours. Real estate agents I trust. Those are the kind of agents that we will pass on to you. They don't work for us. We, we vet real estate agents all over the country, and there is a waiting list to be on, on this uh, list of ours, but we don't put everybody on, and we keep it small so we can keep track of everyone. They need to have an excellent track record. They need to be highly motivated towards your success. They need to be the central hub of a team that's going to help you get the best results on both the buying and the selling side. So when you go with real estate agents I trust, you're going with industry-leading quality of customer service and a can-do attitude that wins for you. So whether you're buying or selling across town or across the country, 
We'll help you find the right real estate agent in that area. It's a free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds, station ID. We're going to talk to Alex Marlowe here in a second on uh, the pro-China corporate media and the left-wing activists that gutted reporting on the Wuhan coronavirus. He's the author of Breaking the News and editor-in-chief of Breitbart. He is Alex Marlowe. He'll be joining us here in uh, just a second on that topic. Uh, Stu, I, you know, I don't, I, I don't know where to uh, to go on the Anthony Fauci thing because there's so many people that think he is just diabolical, and I think he has been involved. I think he has been involved in something the level of the Iran Contra scandal, um, but I don't think he's an evil Marxist or anything like that. Um, he is, he's just a guy I think who may have lost his way on trying to do things that he thought were good. I mean. I don't disagree with gain of function research in a bio lab level four in America. Yeah. Yeah. He was okay with it being doing a level a level two in China. That was that's madness, in my opinion. Yeah, we saw we were potentially seeing how mad that is, right? Yeah, because uh yeah, they they would they will not allow any research to be to be done on SARS or MERS in anything less than a BSL three facility. And mm-hmm. but the rule is basically any other coronavirus, as long as it hasn't been proven to be as bad as SARS or MERS, I, then you can do the research at a BSL two, which is you know as you oh, pointed out, yeah. like a dentist office. It's it's uh, it's lab coats and gloves. You know, I mean, it's it's signs that say yeah. biohazard on the walls, but that's about it. It's right. Not, not a high level facility. Mm-hmm. So I mean, look, there could be a lot of you know part of this could just be you know sort of a cya situation here i mean people we had i don't know if anyone's noticed but millions of people are dead so like 10 people tend to uh, kind of cover their tracks oh, yeah. uh, in a situation like that oh yeah uh, so it could yeah, be I some of that i i think he did this i think he did this because uh he believed in that research he knew now that it went it got out he had helped fund that research uh, at that particular lab and he didn't want to be known for that because people rip you apart well, there are such things as honest mistakes, and then there are other things like doing things that you know are illegal, uh, and you're just you're just doing everything you can to just circle that legality. And I think that's what he did, and I think he tried to cover his tracks. The real problem here is is what actually happened, how he has lied about it, and more importantly, how the press lied for him. Why are they turning so hard against Anthony Fauci now? Why all of a sudden this discovery and, oh my gosh, really? This is the Glenn Beck Program. If you have a timeshare, oh, I'm guessing that you'd really like to get out of it. Most people do. Unless you got one through someone like Disney, they're usually a pretty bad idea. Uh, no judgment for me, because I almost got one at one point as well. But I'm a, I'm a recovering alcoholic. I wasn't drinking at the time, so the Mai Tais didn't work. Timeshare Termination Team uh, can talk to you about the specifics of your timeshare situation and create a step-by-step plan to get you out of it safely, legally, and permanently. 
They have an in-house legal team that will do all the heavy lifting for you so you don't have to. They have the industry knowledge and legal expertise that you need. They're a veteran-owned company, and they treat their customers with the same loyalty and values their owner believed in when he started the company. It's Timeshare Termination Team. Right now, you'll get uh, 20% off the cost of their service for all military veterans and active duty personnel and their families. Make sure you mention Glenn Beck. Take advantage of the offer. It's 888-GET-YOU-OUT, 888-GET-YOU-OUT, or visit them online at TimeshareTerminationTeam.com. TimeshareTerminationTeam.com. Do it now. Jason Whitlock is coming to Blaze TV. Make sure you get your subscription at blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription. This is the Glenn Beck Program. There is a really important book that is out now. It's called Breaking the News. Uh, and it is about fake news. Uh, and I know when Donald Trump first started talking about fake news, uh, it was kind of funny, maybe in some ways. I mean, we all knew that it was true, uh, but I don't think I, I'm not sure he even knew how in the bag they were uh, when he first started saying that. Alex Marlowe is the editor in chief of Breitbart News and the author of Breaking the News. Welcome to the program, Alex. How are you? Glenn, it's great to speak with you. Thanks for the terrific introduction. You really nailed it. Yeah. Did he know? Did he? Do you think he knew how deep that went when he first started saying it? I think he knew subconsciously, and I think that's what appealed, uh, why he appealed to so many of us who were in the anti-establishment uh, media. And, and I think you understand this instinctually. You moved away from corporate media into your own thing. We've done that at Breitbart. And I think that so much of the conservative base has really loved that, that he really did seem to, at his core, want to reject the establishment media. I think in a lot of cases, he ended up trying to win them over probably more than I would have liked. Uh, but I do think in mm-hmm. his heart, he understood these people were working against him. I, I, I will tell you, um, I, I think that um, if you really look at Donald Trump, I think he shoots from the hip all the time. I think he just uses his gut. But he has one of the best guts uh, on him, I think. Uh, I, I think it, the things that he says that you're like, oh, that's crazy. Uh, give it six months. You know, the, the difference between Donald Trump's conspiracy theories and crazy uh, uh, versus true, wow, is about six months, really. It's an amazing thing. And I looked at this. There's a perfect example to illustrate your point, which is the Charlottesville hoax, where we were told that he had called um, a Nazis fine people, uh, saying Nazis are very fine people. Uh, he, he didn't say that. He specifically said not the Nazis. They're not fine people. But what's amazing is that a minute after his famous fine people quote, he said, if we start going down this road, soon you're going to see the cancellation of Washington and Jefferson. And a lot of people thought Mm -hmm. that was ridiculous at the time. Nine months later, a year later, we're literally canceling Washington and Jefferson. And so he called that one. He was the first one that I know of that pointed that out. And he was right on the money. So, Alex, um, give me the motivations. I mean, when I when I was young and naive uh, uh, and I first started working at CNN, uh, I knew that they had a a political bend and I was shocked that CNN would allow me into the building. But I think there was still some uh, 
effort to give some, a little bit, even if it's in a mocking way, a little bit of credence to half the country. Um, and I found them to be, at that time, incredibly uh, uncurious kind of people. They, they, they were not curious about anything. They didn't follow anything except the crowd. Um, but now there's, it's beyond just not curious. They, they must know what they're doing at this point. And they are an enemy of the Constitution. They're an enemy of the public, I think, as Donald Trump said long ago. Uh, I, you're correct on all points. And unfortunately, my conclusion book, uh, is that it is mostly the corporate profit model. And I wish it was much more, much more uh, of, of mm. a barn burner than that. But the business model moved away from uh, you could be a little liberal. Maybe you can have a Glenn Beck on your show. Maybe you have a little debate with a conservative and then you can get a huge audience. That's no longer the goal. The goal is to protect corporate interests. The goal is to protect your ability to do business in communist China. Uh, The goal is to protect your brand so that millennials, as they grow up and go into the workforce and go into middle management, that they have a company that they believe in politically, which is becoming more of a big trend. And unfortunately, it's the corporate wokeism run amok that they think protecting their international business interests. Take NBC, which is part of NBC Comcast Universal, does major business in China, does major business around the world. ABC News is ABC Disney, huge interests around the world. The business model is so that the news divisions are supposed to protect the corporate interests. They're not there to inform the public or even be fair to half the country. So when ABC hired me for about 12 minutes, uh, Diane Sawyer and I were becoming fast friends and they hired me and uh, Diane had been telling me we're going to change television together, blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, After that first day, uh, Care went down and called Disney and said, we will boycott your park if you don't end this. And they ended it immediately. I could, Diane Sawyer never, you know, never talked to me again. Uh, never could get her on the phone. She never called wow. me again. She was honestly, my wife at one point thought we were having an affair. She's like, why is she calling you all the time? I'm like, honey, I don't, I don't know. Um, but anyway, um, and I thought that was just to protect the mouse. But but it is it's much bigger than that. And, you know, Barack Obama said yesterday that it's the right wing media just doing it for ratings and money. It's much more insidious than that when it comes to the left and these and these giant corporations. They're selling their country out to be able to have China. You're exactly correct on this. And if you look at it, it's throughout the establishment press. The ABC and NBC examples are the clearest because they've got such big entertainment interests in China. And let's say they did do a deep dive Mm -hmm. on the origins of the coronavirus, and they turned out that maybe China was the bad guy after all. It wasn't Donald Trump who was the bad guy. Well, then maybe the country will put pressure on China, and maybe the corporations won't be able to pad their bottom line with all that sweet, sweet commie cash. But even outlets that don't have huge interest in China, Glenn, uh, the Atlantic magazine, for example, is owned by a lady named Loreen Powell Jobs, Steve Jobs' widow. She makes all of her money from... Apple and Disney. So even so she's bankrolling it with money from China. That's where Apple does so much of their business. That's where Disney does so much of its of its business. It's so stunning China's tentacles and how much they're in virtually every corner of the American media. 
So let me ask you this. Is it possible that Fauci is the scapegoat? Because they're all suddenly very interested in the Wuhan lab. But sure. Fauci really is the guy who funded that. So it's it's not blaming China. It's blaming the U.S. and Fauci for that coronavirus. You know, it's amazing. I was thinking about how uh, instead of just trying to ask questions about the science, like who where did this come from? Was it the lab? Did it go from the wet market into the lab? Everyone is sort of picking sides now, and I refer to it as Team Pangolin versus Team Lab, uh, meaning that they're rooting it for be the Pangolin. Uh, Joe Biden, of course, is on Team Pangolin because he doesn't want Trump to be right about the lab. Fauci's on Team Pangolin because he funded the lab. Uh, the corporations are on Team Pangolin because they don't want it to be the lab because that could hurt their corporate bottom lines. And so now it's hard to know what the truth is because everyone is giving you information is a vested interest. Every time you're hearing Fauci, you're hearing a guy who is praying it is not the lab that he funded. And yet they won't fire him. They're still putting him out there to give us information. So, Alex, what is the cure to this? Um, I mean, you know, I know you know about the Great Reset. The corporations sure. are already circling the wagons and you know, already in the infrastructure bill, uh, billions are going to be handed out to the media uh, because that's important infrastructure. How is this going to work out here in this transition? Because it's about the people who they would say have no power, voices like ours who have no power, they say, um, yet they're trying to desperately shut us all down. And these giant corporations and global state players. How does this change yeah. and how does it end? So there's, there's, uh, there's a happy part of this answer and then there's a tough part. The happy part is uh, people who are doing what you're doing with an independent outlet, people are doing what we're doing at Breitbart, that's the beginning of it. People who are funding these things, voting with your dollars, uh, donating or buying products or buying advertising or investing in those types of businesses, that's a number one. But the harder fight is going to be to preserve the First Amendment, because the spirit of the First Amendment is being decimated right now. It's being controlled by our yes. corporations, particularly those in the Silicon Valley. And until there are enough elected people who understand that these corporate interests, we've outsourced our First Amendment to them, and they will censor true statements that go against their business interests, uh, and they will censor on behalf of their political allies. Uh, so long as we allow for that to happen and we don't use whatever legal means necessary to put pressure. Uh, and, and by the way, we should build our own stuff, too. We should build our own platforms. But if we let the First Amendment, the spirit of it, not the letter of it, the spirit of it slip away, then we're in big, big trouble. So that's where our fight has to be ideologically. Alex, great to talk to you. Um, uh, love to have you in uh, for a podcast to go more in depth on this. I appreciate it. Thank you for all your hard work and congratulations on all the success at uh, Breitbart. Same to you, Glenn. I really appreciate it. I'd love to do the podcast whenever you like. Thank you. Alex Marlowe, the editor-in-chief of Breitbart News, and the name of the book is Breaking the News, an important book to read. Imagine waking up in the morning and bouncing out of bed, ready to face the day, you know, anything, anything ahead of you, you can conquer. If you're a person living with regular, constant pain, that might be a very difficult picture to paint for yourself. Our bodies experience pain largely because of the result of inflammation in our joints. Uh, that's why we also get sick. It's inflammation plays a very, very damaging role in our body, and we don't really think of it unless, you know, we swell up someplace. 
If your experience of pain is anything like mine was, please just try Relief Factor. I don't have just my own experience to go on. Just about every day on this show, you hear me read testimonials of people who have written in saying Relief Factor helped them get their life back. Please get your life back. Just try it for three weeks. If it doesn't work, don't buy anymore. But in three weeks, for 1995, you can try the trial pack. Take it as directed. And if it works, then order more. Um, but just try it. Just try it. 1995. Get out of pain and get your life back. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. It's relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, we were uh, just having a conversation, and uh, it kind of hit me that, wow, maybe maybe Fauci is being explored uh, because it gives the cover for the news agencies to not go after China, but really make Fauci and the United States the villain here. Because we gave money, Fauci gave money uh, against the law. I mean, he did it right before the law was passed, but he knew it was coming, and he knew he was giving it for gain-of-function research. Um, And it gives them a a way to not blame China, which will keep all of their movie business and amusement park business, etc., etc., going strong. Hmm. I mean, I haven't seen too much of uh, the anti-Fauci vibes coming from the media, even as they've turned on calling uh, the lab leak theory a conspiracy. There hasn't really been too much blame I've noticed from the mainstream media on Fauci, but maybe that's the next step of this. I mean, it's possible. Uh, That's, it's an interesting thought. Uh, You know, it does seem like there has been this immediate jump to defend china at all costs on this and even when they're talking about the lab leak theory it's almost always couched as oh well this is a mistake or and it very well may have been a mistake well, what was not a mistake though was hiding it, i, I all think of it this. probably was I, it, correct yeah correct correct this could that happen, was really right? taking uh, marching orders from from china and you know you got to remember also why are we believing the chinese communist party about a lab run by the head, the former head of China Communist Party and the People's Liberation Army, uh, the bioweapons research. I mean, you know, that that's also a little bad there, you know? Yeah, no, there is a there's real reason to doubt uh, the story that China tells us. And I think everyone you'd think the media would really understand this. I mean, look at what the look at what the, you know, the Chinese Communist Party has done to the media in the country. They won't even allow you to search for historical news events in the country. And somehow Mm -hmm. they get this defense uh, from journalists who should be the most offended by what China does, really, uh, you know. Oh my gosh, there's no freedom there for press. There's no, nothing. There's not even. I mean, think about this. Like they had the the tank uh, guy, guy um, tank man, um, with the Tiananmen Square mm-hmm. anniversary. They can't search for it at all in China. They can't see it. They don't know about it. It's com- completely deleted to the point that uh, some of these other search engines in their effort to delete it for China deleted it in other regions too. 
uh, and people in other regions weren't able to see it at least for a while. This is not. This is not a. a, a you would not think this would be a country or a government that would find any defense from an open Western media, but they do constantly, constantly. We're seen as the enemies. How many times have we have we heard that actually it's us who's really bad with global warming and not China? China's at the cutting edge, as Al Gore would say, of uh, in- environmentalism as they're imprisoning millions of people and, and pouring. I mean, what, what what's the estimate? Something like 90% of all the plastic waste in the ocean comes from China. <laughs> I mean, it's not, yeah. this is, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't make much sense uh, that we're always the victim. Yeah, we're always the villains and they're always the victims. Hmm. Strange. That seems to make an awful lot of sense when you look at why uh, the left is trying to destroy us. They, I think, probably believe in this Marxist claptrap, but their employers believe China is the new model. Together, those two things are deadly in a newsroom. We'll see you tonight at 9, only on Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program.